everybody. Welcome back. We're on to episode four now, which is so exciting. Welcome to What a Shit Show. You're joined by myself, Tia, and with the lovely Bianca, as always. Hi. (laughs) Such a bad. I'm sorry. Take two. Hi. Um, and this week we are joined by our lovely guest, Mr. Greg Freeman. Hello, darling. How are you? Hey, bitch. I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. So good to see you, well, see your face through a screen. Well, yeah, we can see each other, but everyone else can't. Like, yeah, yeah, true. true. Poor things. They're really dipping out. Greg is uh, reporting from Hotel Quarantini at the moment. How's it going? How's it going? Oh, what a treat. Locked in a hotel room in Auckland. So they're rationing my booze and they're rationing my cigarettes, but they're not rationing the amount of hot men that are in the building. So, <laughs> so you get a you get a bit of good and a bit of bad. Yeah, look, more bad than is good because they're all wearing clothes, which is a disappointment. But you know, um, don't you hate well, that? Well, that that can change though, Dallin. Anything's possible. Yeah, especially with hotel quarantine, anything is yeah. fucking possible. Can <laughs> you imagine if like? You know, a week down the track, there's news bulletins all across New Zealand. Homosexual returned from Melbourne, sleeping <laughs> multiple army men. I'm like, what? <laughs> Greg Freeman. <laughs> My mum will be so ashamed. <laughs> finally, you get the blow up that you deserve. Yeah, you right. finally become famous. Finally. God, it's overdue. <laughs> For having sex with the army men that patrol your hotel. <laughs> oh, hot, oh my God. So hot. Nothing better than a boy in a uniform, I tell you. Hot. That's true. Don't that is true. Hot. Love me, a man in uniform. Love. Yeah. It's even better when they're wearing a gun. It's like, before I know oh. I'm it up right now and I'm like, yeah, okay. right. It's living in my <laughs> dangerous side. <laughs> Point it at me, please. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh, it's mental illness and <laughs> <in> that. <laughs> God bless. So we're going to start the night like we do every single time with our peak and pit. Who wants to start us off? All right, I'll go with my peak and pit. So my pit, I'm going to say, is I had my best friend stay over and I copped an absolute fucking earful um, from him the next day. He'd actually tell us why. Tell us why. Well, I had I was having sex. That's what it was, and <laughs> he fucking cannot stand hearing it. And I thought I was being very quiet, but obviously, no. John has told me I was not quiet, so he fucking gave it to me. I tell you, he even left. Like he, was <laughs> home. he went. To be honest, if I could hear you having sex, like. I would I say would. get it, son. I'd say get it, but I probably wouldn't listen in, you know. No, like I'd put some headphones in and get over it. Like <laughs> I agree. Get the fuck over it. Like cheer your friends on. Cheer me? Like, yeah, say <laughs> fucking go on, girl, get it. Get some. Yeah, say it louder for the people in the fucking bag. Um but yeah, so that was <laughs> that was my pit. Um uh, but obviously the peak was is that I I had sex, so yeah. I like someone's doing it around here. Seriously, lucky me. Lucky me. What was yours? Oh, I just smacked my leg on. What was yours? Mine. Ooh. Um. Sorry, I'll start with the peak because my peak ends into my pit. <laughs> so my. <laughs> Don't you hate that? Don't you hate that? that? <laughs> Yes, very 2020, very 2020. So my peak was I made out with the most beautiful man on fucking whatever day it was, Friday night. It was delicious, some tall caramel man. Not some tall, I know him. This tall, just not some guy I picked up off the street. It was so hot. He was so beautiful and I was like uh, loving every single second. So that was probably my peak. Um. But the pit was that I had to leave because I had work and it was like six o'clock in the morning and I was like, I was like, I need to fucking go because my uniform is at home. I lived like half an hour away. I was like, fuck me. I had been waiting for months to break this <laughs> dry spell. Why didn't you just pull us because I've got work ethic, Greg. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen you behind a bar, bitch. I've <laughs> 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 seen you behind a bar. 
<laughs> Greg, you need to come close to the microphone. I can't hear you too well. I said, I've seen you working. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I've turned over a new leaf. No, I'm poor oh, as fuck. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, very proud of you for actually choosing work over dick. That's so surprising. I know, once in a fucking... People, people change, people Bianca. Change. 2020 has really done a number. Yeah, you sorry. You and just ask who would choose dick over, like... Yeah, actually, I will do that. But, no, so I had to go home. I was, like, really didn't want to go home. I was, like, I need to do this. But I went home and then I was, like, freaking myself out because I was, like, fuck, I need to be – the birds were chirping and I wasn't even cooked. That <laughs> sucks. <laughs> that sucked for me. That does suck. And I was, like, shit. So I was, like, psyching myself out. I was, like, I've got work in a couple of hours. So I couldn't sleep because I was just freaking myself out. And so I fell asleep and like an hour later, my sister walks into my room. She's like, you need to get the fuck up and go to work. And not only did I have to work a full day, but then after that, it was our first weekend back into level one in Auckland this week. And I'm a bartender. So I was worked a fucking 18 hour shift on one hour sleep, all in the name of making out with someone. Yeah. I quit. So was that, that was the pit then obviously. Is that, you- that was the pit. I seriously was like. So annoyed that Greg wasn't there to shove a little bump of coke up my nose. Like, <laughs> yes. I mean, that we just found on the floor, obviously. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, yeah. Obviously. yeah. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. How we met, wasn't it? that's how we met, wasn't it, Greg? Deep into the night in a nightclub. You want to come to the bathroom? Oh, you, well, yeah. Look, it was so we could have a good, you know, ladies chat about how life was and, you know, what you um, wanted in, in life and your aspirations. And that's how we that's how we we bonded in the in the puffed of cubicles. <laughs> and it almost fell over as soon as you started calling everything Tia's world. <laughs> oh well, it's not Tia's world anymore. Twenty twenty, twenty nineteen was Tia's world. It's not Tia's world anymore. No, like I was saying before, like the most beautiful moment was when because you spend all night every night saying, "Oh, it's Tia's world." You're all just like, okay. No, I'm gonna stop you. You I do. Don't. I'm gonna back I him. Babe, you really do. Like, I'm not well, it here. fucking is. I'm not it fucking is. I'm surprised you don't have a tattoo. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't. I'm surprised you haven't got all of the gays in Melbourne to start getting its tears world tattooed on their ass. <laughs> free, free entry into Puff if you have tears world tattooed on your ankle. Oh, my God. But, like, it all came crashing down. This one night at Revs, it wasn't a night, it was a morning. It was a morning. I'd gone home and I woke up and I got texts from multiple homosexuals who were just like, have you heard? Did you hear what happened? And I was like, no. And they're like, well, Tia got so wasted <laughs> that she just kind of lost track of where she was and who she was and just goes, it's not Tia's world anymore. I actually projectile vomited in the toilets. Thank you. <laughs> Always the class out. Always. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. Classic. It was not Tia's world in that moment. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. What was your peak and pit, Greg? What? What was your peak and pit? Oh, yeah. Um... Uh, well, oh, there's so many. Peak, no, pit, I'm locked in a hotel room and they're, they're limiting my booze and, and smokes, which is like 90% of my personality. Um, yeah. <laughs> Surprised you made it this far onto the podcast, to be honest. Well, I mean, look, I'm going to be real with the people at home. This is, we've been doing this for like an hour now. <laughs> <laughs> we had some major technical, we started it. At six o'clock, it's now eight twenty. We had some major technical difficulties. Tonight. Yeah, and then I refused to continue filming until I could have a cigarette break. <laughs> <laughs> Your last um, allocated break. Yeah. Oh my god, three breaks, three cigarette breaks a day. Someone's going to get cut. Obviously, yeah. that was a non-smoker who made that rule. Oh, hundred percent. Lozenges and chewy gum for cigarette smokers. I'm like, that's not going to work, babe. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> and the peak, the peak would be all of the hot military men mm. because, like, yeah, yummy. I said before they could spit on my face, and I'd say thank you because they are hot and and they're muscly, and it's just like, oh. yeah. I just love that they're calling you bro, though. I, I got in the elevator before. They're like, hey, bro, you ready to go? I'm like, I'm ready to go for whatever you want. To <laughs> Are you ready to go, though? <laughs> and to be clear for everybody listening at home, I'm not objectifying them. I'm not treating them like meat. I'm appreciating all of the hard work they've done. <laughs> That's exactly right. All the service that they do for our country. Yeah. I'm willing to service them because because of that. <laughs> <laughs> they can service me any day of the week. <laughs> 
How many people watch this? Because that's quite embarrassing. <laughs> we'll wait and see, won't we? <laughs> what are we talking about tonight? What's the tea tonight? Well, we're talking about what sex ed never taught us. And oh. I just think it's going to be the best topic ever, obviously, getting to know some insights of what it would have like been like as a gay um as a gay as a gay Greg Greg not so free man (laughs) (laughs) oh my god yeah wow okay (laughs) because I know that for like even for women like being in sex ed we were taught fucking nothing like the only thing I remember out of sex ed is learning how to put a condom on a banana. Mm. And to be honest, I Never. wouldn't even know what to fucking do with a condom right. if I saw it. I don't even know anymore. And so it must have been such a different world for someone, like for so many people in the LGBT community because like, like I thought that it was hard for us as women and then hearing so many people and like, you know, as you grow older, you just realize that there is such a spectrum of sexuality and identity out there. And it's so different and it's so marginalized into this one little box. So it's so good to have some perspective on here so we can talk about it because it needs to be spoken about. Agreed. Wholeheartedly agreed. Yeah. Like, because I was, uh, I did sex ed and I tried to count when I was at Hingasugi before. I did sex ed probably... 15 years ago yeah um which is a while it's for almost- oh, what? that's a hot minute though um, i'm only 20 though it's okay um so- <laughs> <laughs> yeah like it was a really weird experience of like nothing really useful it was as you said like you learn how to put on a condom and you get told never to wear never to have sex without a condom but there was nothing about like anything mm. Yeah. yeah, and like I said it in the last episode, I feel like the whole of sex ed, we were taught about how to abstain from sex. Yeah, not how to not enjoy actually it. How, to, how to do it or how to yeah. enjoy it. And, like, I'm sorry, but that did fuck all because I'm pretty sure, like, 60% of the people I went to school with now have kids. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> they're either gay or they have so kids. true. Holy <laughs> hell, it's so true. Like, you really did not do a good job of that. No. Yeah. Even, like, I that tampons and stuff like we never learned I don't know about you but did you ever learn like how to put it how to use a tampon how to put it you no, know I remember when I because I got my period really late not as late as so you did you get your yeah. period when you were like 16 yeah yeah I got my period when I was 14 13 and like I remember the first time using a tampon I was like in class I was like this does not feel because you're not supposed to feel it at all and I was in so much pain all day because no one ever fucking taught me how to put a fucking tampon in. I mean even that being taught I think it's sort of like I suppose figure it out yourself really. (laughs) (laughs) This is it figure it out yourself hun. My mum shaved my legs for the first time for me though. Oh, oh I sh- yeah, I sh- she did it for me. I shaved my legs on the D low. Mum was like, "You can't shave your legs until you're like, however old." I can't remember, right. and I was like, "Fuck this! I'm a hairy bitch. I need to yeah. shave this shit." <laughs> and I shaved my legs, and then mum, mum like touched my leg one day. She was like, oh, "Have you been shaving your legs?" And I was like, Fuck. <laughs> yes, mum, down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was, I was shaving what was- my fucking eyebrows and everything back then. I was a eyebrows I was shaving my eyebrows that's why they're so trash now I'm Italian like come on the hair is a lot <laughs> great, come on they Stop look really it. good thank you <laughs> you're lying to her she's like 50 weeks into ISO they do not look good I waxed them myself the other day fuck you <laughs> gotta do, do an isolation it's isolation baby like, yeah when i was an iso i actually waxed half my eyebrow off so. you did too <laughs> so i actually did a much better job than you did dumb dumb yeah, yeah. <laughs> i i'm sure i would have sent you a rant on instagram or something like of me with half my eyebrow like oh my god <laughs> but i just draw mine on like I just draw mine on. As soon as I put this makeup on and then my brows come on, I'm a whole different person. Yeah, so you really are. 
my alter ego attitude that comes with the eyebrows like jesus yeah, right <laughs> like if you see my eyebrows looking bad don't fuck with me because i'm having a bad day <laughs> greg i want to know what was it like growing up and being in when you were learning sex ed what was it like for you when did you come out um oh so i came out in stages because you know i like the attention um <laughs> 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 no, so I came out um, to most people when I was about 17 and then to my parents when I was, like, 19. Um, so, like, because of how, like, anti my parents were about the whole situation, it was all, like, last minute. Like, I had I, right. I, the reason I did it was because I was doing a drag show and my face was plastered all over adverts around the city. So I was like... <laughs> so it was kind of like... Mum and dad are going to see me in drag on the street and flip their shit. Honey, if your drag was good enough, they wouldn't have been able to tell who you were. (laughs) It wasn't good enough, I can tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) What was your drag name? Oh, God, no. Um, (laughs) Why are we talking about this? Magda. It was Magda. It's like Magda. Oh, you've told me this before. Yeah. Um, And then Magda Doodle. So, like, a Magna Doodle. But, like, I was, like, 135 kgs. So, I was very much on brand with Magda Savansky. (laughs) Not my finest period of life. But, you know, fuck it. Honey, we all glow up. We all glow up. What a shit show. (laughs) What? What a fucking shit show. Seriously. yeah, but, like, for most people when I came out, like, my brothers and my grandparents, everything were like, no shit, we get it. But, like, I spent a long period of time pretending that I wasn't gay yeah, um, just because of the environment that I was in. But, like, when I was in sex ed, there was nothing about being homo, nothing about, like, the constant love of dick. It was all just like, <laughs> <laughs> They don't warn you about that shit, do no. they? <laughs> you want a cheeseburger or draw a penis? Definitely the penis. No um, one was taught me that I was going to love it this much. No. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no one told me at the ripe old age of whatever it was, I would choose dick over oxygen, you know? Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> um, warn you about these things. I would risk the $3,000 fine to fuck an army person that's... <laughs> They can find me whatever they want. If I get more than one of them, done. So I'll make my money. I'll go bankrupt. It'll be worth it. <laughs> oh, you think 3K would bankrupt me. But um, like, I think, yeah, it's it, it was really weird experience, like just not knowing anything about it. And everything that I learned was kind of like secondhand. I mean, even the straight situation, like I was probably 14 or 15 and I asked my girl best friend about like eating pussy. And I was like, oh, they call it a blowjob, so do I have to blow into the vagina? <laughs> do you know, though, one of my one of my old friends, he is also gay, and he – sorry, I'm just making myself another gin if you can hear that. <laughs> I'm trying to be really subtle about it, but it's not working. Um, so <laughs> he knew – um, he thought that, a, you know, a blow wave, like when you go and get your hair done, <laughs> it's called a blow wave. Yeah. He thought that it was called a blowjob and he, his mum was a hairdresser and he went to school and he got his hair, his mum did his hair for him oh, and he no. went to school and he was like, mum gave me a blowjob. No. Today. <laughs> oh no, that's off. How awful would that be? So hard. I remember um, when I was in primary school, my brother and his friend played a really cruel joke on me where like they kept saying the word dildo. And I must have been about, like, 10 or 11. And then I was like, what does that word mean? I don't know what it means. And they were like, oh, just go and ask a teacher. They'll they'll tell you. So I went up to my teacher. My Classic. And I was like, hi, miss. Like, what's a dildo in front of the whole class? <laughs> so, like, nothing. We were taught absolutely nothing. Nothing. No. I feel like there's just such a taboo around the whole thing. And, like, there's so many things, like, as you get older, like, that you – just are like what the fuck is this and you don't talk about it and then I feel like all it takes is a drunk conversation in a smoker's that's oh, yeah. that is the real sex ed oh, like yeah me at day start at fucking 10 a.m like that is when the real tea is spilled and you start shit. to learn some shit about your anatomy like the fucking public schooling system taught me sweet fuck all sisters toilets taught me a whole heap I tell you <laughs> <laughs> like um, 
Host of Toilets has seen some fucking shit. That uh, is for sure. And that's just when he is there. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, so let's talk about douching because. <laughs> Cute segue. Let's yeah, do- let's yeah. <laughs> douching. I want to talk about douching because so I only learned what. I only learned what douching was when I became friends with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm talking about fucking Bianca. <laughs> oh, Bianca, we're douching buddies. <laughs> no, no. So, because we actually do have a lot of hetero, like males listening. Oh, so, hey, breeders. Ex- yeah, hey, breeders. <laughs> Explain to the listeners, Greg, what douching is. Um, well, I've really seen you out there, haven't I? Don't be shy now. Well, someone else explain it and I'll tell you if you're correct. How do you interpret it? Oh, yeah, get Bianca to explain it. Oh, here we go. I've got no idea. Well, isn't it something like it's a thing that goes up your ass and it's like squirts and cleans it out, right? So you squirt it. Right? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, but producing is the activity rather than how you do it. So, okay. like, it, it, if you ever look at like an enema or a colonoscopy, it's like you push water inside to clean it out, like flush it out. Yeah, yeah. Butt sex is great, but you you're fucking. Oh, you're talking to the wrong crowd here. <laughs> yeah, we've done talking to the wrong crowd. Dumb tops. Um, <laughs> so, like, I just like interject and say, any tops at home. Can you all just stop expecting bottoms to be ready within five minutes? Like, but that must be so right. hard, though, like, having to be, like, do you douche every time that you bottom? Like, is that must be so fucking hard to maintain. Like, if you just want to have a quick little yeah. booty call and then you've got to reserve, like, a 25 minutes yeah. to douche, like, okay, 25 fuck minutes that. Is, like, is a cute time. Look, so there's two ways you can do it, right? There's, there's either you get plenty of notice. Well, three ways. You get plenty of notice. And you don't eat for like twenty four to forty eight hours beforehand, or you eat limited amounts of things. Obviously, not going to happen for me. The third, second one is is you can change your diet. So if you have a high fiber diet, it it makes it uh, your your well you shit a lot cleaner, right? Like it's like one white rather than five, right? <laughs> and that's like a permanent thing. So you increase fiber in your diet. You take Metamucil. Metamucil is God's gift to every bottom ever. I know. I said on the group chat the other day, I was like, I need a fucking shit. And then everyone was like, get a Metamucil, get a Metamucil. <laughs> yeah. It's actually beautiful because it, it does, it cleans you, it cleans you out and also holds it together a lot more. Um, and then the third option is douching. And douching is the most invasive because like you can either have like a douche bowl, which is like you fill it up with water and then you squeeze it into your butt. I've heard that I've heard I'm not going to name who it is, but I've heard from a particular queen that a barbecue sauce bottle works a treat. Yeah, or a pop bottle. The pop bottle is the best. Um, But if you're not desperate or poor, you can get a detachable shower head. Um, So that's when your shower head comes off, screws off, and you put a special attachment on, and the attachment goes in your bottle. Oh um, no! <laughs> but <laughs> Bianca's like, I'm going to do so much. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also, it's also really good if you're constipated as well, right? Like that's what an enema is. Like it pushes water in to release everything. But this, this issues with douching is because there's different parts of your colon and your lower intestine. If you douche too deeply, you're literally going to spend four hours cleaning yourself out because Shit. because you've gone through your like ass into your lower intestine and as soon as you start flushing that bad boy out oh yeah it's a never-ending story really isn't it oh my gosh and like no one well obviously like not even just for like gay people but no one teaches because straight people have anal yeah Yeah. no one teaches you that no one teaches you that shit like (laughs) for all of you straight men watching at home your g-spot's actually in your ass I know, and apparently God hates the gays, honey. Why did he put no, the yeah. G spot in there? Oh my God, that's so true. God my God, I like that. <laughs> All these homophobes out there, like you obviously. He set everyone up for fucking failure from the start. <laughs> God is just sitting back, watch, like sitting back with his arms crossed, yeah. going, <laughs> yeah, Let me let them figure that one out, you yeah. bastard. Yeah. God's like a <laughs> 
over it gay who just like I want to fuck with all of you. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. God uh, is getting his nails done right now, and he's like these fucking idiots. These idiots. Wait, yeah. Yeah. wait until it's all over, sweetie. I'm coming for you. <laughs> Tia, how, no. how? What's your thoughts on anal? Obviously not. Oh, um, mate, I couldn't take a dick up my ass if my life depended on it. <laughs> I have tr- – I've no, but this is the thing. Like, I really want to do it. Like, I yeah. want to be a freak in the sheets, you know. Like, mm-hmm. and I've had this conversation. Like, what's my nickname, Greg, in our group chat? <laughs> oh, is it a Dom Top? No. I forgot. <laughs> it used to be Dom Top Tia and then – um, I was like, do you know what? Because I've never done anal. I was like, do you know what? I'm going to fucking do it. Like, I'm going to fucking go and do this and I'm going to fucking tell all my friends that I enjoyed it and I tried to do it and I was like a quarter of the way in and I was like, get that fucking shit out of my ass. Mm-hmm. I cannot do this. And then, so now my nickname was Bottoming Bez. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a long time. Like, no, I can't do it. But the thing that, like just to change the subject a little bit, the thing that freaked me the most out about when I first was like having regular sex was like squirting. Mm. No one <laughs> tells you that that was a thing. Like, well, it doesn't happen, only- guys. So I don't know. Yeah. What <laughs> it definitely happens to girls. Like, it doesn't happen to all of you, though, right? Yeah. No, I can't. I've never. I've never. No, right. I'm like Ni- sorry, like Niagara Falls over in this bitch. <laughs> wow! And the first time, the first time it happened was actually with Bianca's housemate at the time. Stunning. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Because it doesn't happen to all girls, but nobody. The first time I ever learned about squirting was when um, I was actually watching American Pie. Have you guys seen American Pie and she squirts at it? And I was like, well, it didn't happen like that. It wasn't like fucking, you know. I mean, it sounds a little bit Niagara Fallsy with the way you're it was. Is it like a constant trickle rather than a jet? No, it's like, it's not like, yeah, it's not like a fucking spa jet. Do you know what I mean? It's more like a A constant rush. It's like a a constant rush. Do you know what I mean? It's like a soaking through to the mattress. I mean, I've heard it's the tits. Like doing it. Well, guys, (laughs) (laughs) if you're listening, (laughs) I'm not like other girls. (laughs) Someone who's a little bit like, well, I haven't had sex with a woman since I was like 16. But have you had sex with a woman? Yeah, bitch. Of course I have. Oh, Oh, I'm a no, I'm not a gold star gay. I'm a silver. You're a silver silver star. How was that? How was it? Uh, like it was fine. Clearly not too good. Yeah, she was, she was really butch. And then my mum uh, called me halfway through, and I answered. Oh. Uh, and she was like, "Why are you so out of breath?" And I was like, "I'm just going for a run," which is, if you know, <laughs> it's never going to happen. Um, <laughs> yeah, like it was. It was fine. Obviously, she then about three weeks later told me that I was gay and that we didn't break up. Um, Wait, she told you that she was gay? No, she told me that I was gay. Oh. I. Okay. I was like, imagine if you Thanks, both mom. were like, Thanks, imagine if you, yeah. Yeah. imagine if you were both like, I'm gay. Yeah, that would have been the best, best case scenario. <laughs> but like, my question um, was like, does it happen more because you're more turned on, or is it because it's a bigger dick? Like, I'm quite curious about it. You know, the G's, where I think it all depends on two things because I actually googled it because, do you know? that I had sex with this guy and I obviously did my thing. Niagara Falls did multiple times. <laughs> What's the cleanup on that like? No, but this is the thing. I was like, I like made a little joke, you know, using me using humor as a filter sort of thing. I was like, going to have to clean these sheets after. And then he was like, haha, yeah, I'm going to burn them. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, Wow. My Uber's here. <laughs> That's right. Um, but so I, the, I, I, cause after that, I was like, fuck me. He was like, oh, I thought you were pissing on me. And I was like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. Like, hey, we don't think, Jane. If you're into it, you're into it. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, like, that's the thing. Like, this is why it needs to be educated, is because guys need to know that girls do this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
And so I was like freaking out. I was like, oh my God. So I Googled what it actually is. And it's a mixture of like cum and like, it's not urine, but it's like the thing before urine. So it's like water pretty much, I think. I thought it was. I'm not a doctor. I don't have a PhD. Don't fucking quote me on this shit. I thought it was was like urine mixed with other. Yeah. It's like a, you know, a a little jackpot of fluid. Anyway. Golden shower, if you will. (laughs) Not quite. It's like liberation. And it's like the it's like the better golden shower. One of our friends, I'm obviously not going to name names, but one of our friends like masturbates and makes herself squirt. She's doing it right. Today. Doing I it. would love to reach that point, but I also yeah. think there's a danger though. If you're like, if you're going to glorify squirting, well, then you're putting the girls who don't normally squirt in a pretty rough situation. But yeah. do you know? I feel the opposite. I feel like embarrassed sometimes because guys mm-hmm. don't know that it like some guys don't well, I don't know do how guys are gonna react that, sorry to butt in do you find that before you have sex with someone for the first time do you tell them that you're a squirter no, because sometimes do I don't them? but sometimes I don't do it and sometimes I do mm-hmm. so and it really like this it honestly depends on how much alcohol and drugs I've had <laughs> And I'm just going to say this, that ketamine enhances it. I'm just going to put that out there. I'm not condoning any drug use right now. Well, I've never had sex on keta. Do it. It'll change your life. Anyway. I might get a bad. (laughs) (laughs) It's an education piece, right? Like sex is about both of you getting off and enjoying Mm -hmm. themselves. And if God knew that that was like a green light, that you're having the best time, then why is he going to be Oh, you'd froth it. You would froth it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that it because the like the guy's G spot like we just spoke about is in the ass, but the girl's G spot is like just above. The it's like the wall of the vagina. Mm. It's very annoying to get to Sorry. sometimes. Yeah, it actually <laughs> is. It's like something yeah. never wanted us to have Honestly, a good time. It's the worst. This is how I know that God is gay because He's like, "Yes, queen," yes. like to all the gays, and then to us, <laughs> God, He's us. like, just, yeah. He's totally just like, "Oh, you're gonna have to, you know, you're go gonna have to about. really work for this, girls. <laughs> really work for that." I see you, Queen. <laughs> Put in that work. <laughs> you finally yeah, come um, So it's all about your positioning as well. Like yeah. you've really got to be like most of the time. Yeah. I think every time that I've done it, it's, you have to be on top. I'm on top. Yeah. that's yeah. And pushing, ladies, take this tip. Push onto your the front, like your lower stomach, because it pushes the G-spot closer mm. to the point. So, how to square it 101. Be a great tip. <laughs> In another life, maybe Dale, take it. Take it and run with it. I want to go back to um, bottoming. So, when you first when you first did anal, Greg. Mm. Yeah, walk us well, through it. What walk was it like? Through how... well, I, don't, I don't bottom. Like, this is kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I thought both of your faces were like, what? Really? Yeah, I was like, okay, oh, she can. <laughs> 2020, versatility is crucial, okay? Um, I, like, I'll be very honest. I don't remember specifically my <laughs> Um, I know that I was very drunk because I was very nervous about it. But, like, what I've learned over the years is, like, being, bottoming takes patience and practice, um, and like, something I don't have. Which yeah. is like, Tia, you and I had this conversation when you were like, oh my God, I can't do it. It hurt so much. It was awful. Right, right, right. And it's just like, look, you've got to, if it's your very first time, or even if it's your third, fourth, or fifth time, like, you've got to take your time. You've got to yeah, and also, I, into did it. It. I did it in the shower, and shower sex is Oh my God. Up. Yeah. Can I tell you my experience with. Hey. Uh, wait till you hear this, okay. Greg. So, Spill the tea. I was having, I was in the shower, having sex. He was behind me. It was great. All of a sudden, she slips in there. That dick. (laughs) She she slips in, but it's like pounding as well. So it's straight away in the ass, pounded. I screamed, dropped to the floor in like the fucking fetal position. Like I was 
bawling my eyes out crying and I just he was just like I'm so sorry I'm so sorry and I was just like get the fuck away from me you've just pink <laughs> piece of shit I was so angry I was crying no, I, though yeah, Bianca and I together. Bianca and I worked together at the time this is when Bianca and I first came friends so we worked at Telstra together and I just we used to meet out the front of the fucking Packenham bloody car park having a dart in the morning oh, and Bianca, I was there having my coffee in the dart and Bianca rolls up with the fucking face like a slapped bloody ass and she and she walks up and she goes you're never gonna she takes a drag of a ciggy she goes you're never gonna fucking believe what happened to me like <laughs> honestly it was the worst but obviously that's not the same because I was not expecting it so that's obviously not the same but not to ever want a dick to go near my bum <laughs> well I mean look I would never oh. wish that on anybody but <laughs> the, the, the vagina hole and the butthole are quite close together for you guys aren't they yeah, but like we can push a baby out of our vagina. We can't do that with our um, asshole. No, <laughs> like we you can fit a lot of things in an asshole. I suppose like <laughs> muscles are flexible. That reminds me of that TikTok. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's like get your friends to hold an object and nod their head, and then it's like <laughs> oh, and the music behind is like anything is a dildo. <laughs> it's like a laptop and shit. So I think both holes. Uh, um, are designed to accommodate, right? Like you can take a real big shit in your ass. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> but like, yeah, like it's it's a patience thing. It's a fuckload of lube. It's yeah. not sleeping with some fuckhead who's not going to take his time with you. I think that's like trust. Like you need to be with someone. Sure. Like <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Like, because <laughs> look, you cannot just slam it in there. Like. If it's been like more than a couple of weeks, you can't just go boom, it's in, right? Like, just take your fucking time. Use a lot of lube. Get some ammo if you're into that. Oh, um, yes, I need Just don't just slap it in. Yeah, no shit, no. Um, queefing. Should we move on? Oh my god, let's fucking talk I about it. I hate queefing. Let's fucking. Uh, this is such a way unravel the queef. I just don't like it for myself. I hate when I queef. Like, I hate it. It's the most disgusting sound ever. And, how do and you- like, I just don't know. I, it freaks me out when I, I just, I'm like, why do I do that? Why do you have to do that? No, but do you know what? I think it's the fact that guys don't know what happens. Like, I was yeah, talking to. it's embarrassing. To, I get embarrassed. Like, I was talking to a friend of mine and I told her that I was starting a podcast and she's been married for like six years and um, like, but mind you, keep this in mind, they're like, this is my friend. She's very religious and they, so they lost their virginities to each other. They've been married like yada, yada, yada. And I told her that um, we were doing a podcast and about, and I was like, you know, like no one warns you about queefing. Mm. And she goes, oh my God, I was having sex with her husband who she's been with for six years and she queefed for the first time and he was like did you just fart (laughs) and she had to explain to him what it was was. i don't think it's the fact that we do it i think it's the fact that guys don't understand what it is and i'm sorry i'm not a fit bitch when you've got weak stomach muscles like me you're gonna quit. Do you know what I mean? Really? Is that why? It's not even it's not even some weak stomach muscles, right? So first off, ladies, if your man does not know enough about your anatomy to understand that queefing happens, your man's a fucking idiot. That's it. That's it. Great men have no excuse. If you want to eat a pussy, if you want to fuck a pussy, understand how a pussy works. Understand the pussy. (laughs) It's just like, it happens, right? If you're getting fucked, like, it happens to gays. Mm. We fart not because we're farting, but because air has popped in. It's a good fucking if you quit. And that's it. Like, if you are making those noises, then you're doing it well. But there's so many times, like, awkward times that happens because I think – and I also think that a lot of straight men, not all, but a lot of straight men are grossed out by – not all. (laughs) (laughs) But they – I not grossed out but just uneducated by the female anatomy because it's not taught in sex ed. And I think that – 
And that's what I think it goes down to. I think if more people were taught about the way the female body works, because I feel like the male body, it's pretty simple, you know? Like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like, like, yes, to an extent, but I think because the fe- because females we birth children, we have periods, mm. there is so much, we have so much many more hormones flowing through our bodies. There's so much more to be taught about. <laughs> I mean, you all know me, like, when I'm two weeks before I get my period, I go through like a fucking crazy. cycle of craziness. Which is another thing that sex ed never taught me is how fucking nuts I would get. Contraception. Oh, my God. Contraception. Yeah, the weight that you put on, um, the fact that it – I am I only just found out that condoms really are 99.9 or something percent going to work. And also fucking being on the pill and stuff, it's still not, it's still not 100%. And, like, I'm sorry, but if you have sex with a condom, are you – are you really having sex? <laughs> Do not wow. be promoting wow. that, you dirty bitch. Now, now you just sound like a gay man. You like, dirty, <laughs> dirty bitch. They invented, they invented prep and suddenly gays forget what a condom is. Like, <laughs> here's the, you're like, what's a condom? I don't even know. And then <laughs> they get I haven't, no, this is um, really spilling the tea here, but I stopped taking contraception in 2016 because my boyfriend at the time was like, you need to stop taking it because I was just like, and rightfully so, like I was so unhappy. I was fucking Mm. nuts and also fat as fuck. Like it was making (laughs) gain so much weight. I was eating everything. I was so unhappy. My skin was clear as fuck, though. Like, <laughs> my skin was flawless. Yeah. But, Good like, the bad. Good the bad. <laughs> yeah, right? I either kind of take one or the other. <laughs> but no one in sex ed taught me that, you know, there's all these different kinds of contraceptions, especially for women. Like, you can take the rod or you can take the pill or you can get the injection. And for gay men, now they have prep as well. Like, I feel like it's sort of the equivalent of contraception. Like you got to take your pill every single day. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but even with your the female contraception, like I was, I was actually having this conversation with a really good girlfriend of mine a, a few days ago, where like, even within the pill and the rod and you know the inserty thingy, probably whatever you call it. Um, God, I'm so educated. But like, yeah, the rod and the it's arm. Even, even within those, you've still got choices of brands and companies to use mm-hmm. and she was saying that you know she takes a certain pill every day and that fucks her mood completely yeah she feels disconnected or like just unemotional about things yeah she was speaking to a psychologist and a doctor about it and they were like try a different brand try a different method just you know because it's not one size fits all for all of you ladies no and that's, but that's the thing that's the thing that fucked me up i think with the contraception is like, oh, this one's not working for me because I've just done a three-week trial. So now I've got to try another one and I have to do a three-week trial of what probably is going to be also shit. That's six weeks of feeling like shit. It takes a toll on you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but so does having a baby. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best call of the day. Do you know what I mean? Like that takes a fucking toll. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> so pumping another human being out of your vagina so like let's just yeah, yeah look, deal with your six there. weeks of fucking food, food, <laughs> deal with six weeks of eating everything I, I like regularly compare prep to um you know what do you call it contraception Inception, yeah God, I am a gay. I don't even know what the word is. <laughs> what do you call it? But it's like it, we we take it once a day as well, but it also leads to really weird things. Like it can lead to mood swings, acne breakouts, weight gain, gassy, like all of that kind of shit. Like I've always been- Really? I had yeah. no idea. I'm not blaming me being a cunt on that, but like, you know, <laughs> it's definitely, it does have some really weird impacts. And then not only that, it fucks up your liver and it reduces your bone density as well. So oh, like- Fuck. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's always there's always side effects to everything. So like, yeah, some people it it works for them. Sometimes it doesn't. And the same with contraception. Look, I got the word right. Um, oh, <laughs> just try something different. And look, if your man can't wear a condom, fuck him. No, don't fuck him. But like, yeah, <laughs> fuck him anyway. <laughs> no, but that's what I wanted to talk about as well. Is like casual sex etiquette. Like, because personally, I 
don't I've had only had two boyfriends in my life but I have had a fuckload of casual sex <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> to put it lightly to put it lightly but I never know when to open that conversation of do we wear a condom do we not wear a condom do you pull out no always wear always you know them but no guy has ever said oh one guy one guy has said should we wear a condom? And that was because I was finishing my period. Yeah, That's the only reason. They do it, do they? They never ask. Do you know why? Because they assume that you're on contraception. And that, and they don't have to worry about the baby coming out of your fucking vagina. <laughs> yeah, they. Oh, can babe, be- when I'm calling child support on you, you'll be fucking worrying. <laughs> That's for sure. You don't understand men, right? Like it's a, it's a one track. Like I know what, me when I'm keen, when I'm gagging for it, mm. there is nothing that will distract me from yeah. getting. Right. Oh, honey, I know. I've seen you. <laughs> honey, I've seen you, bitch. you. I don't know what you're talking about, bitch. Can't but do you know what? I'm the same. I'm so the same. Like, no obstacle is too high. No mountain is too tall. Yeah, no know, river is too deep. Do you know what Tia used to be called? Like, this is another nickname. When I first met Tia, she was called this. Do you know the nickname I'm talking about? I can't Tia? even no. know. I don't even know what you're talking about. She was called Mantis. Oh, <laughs> yes, I have heard this. Do you know, Azza, used to, Azza gave me that nickname <laughs> because when back in Madrid, I was just like on the board like all the time. And like I feel like so many girls are just like shamed. I was always shamed in high school for just like for sleeping it. around. I was, I was yeah. like, I'm going to claim it. I was a slut at, at high school. Everyone used to slut shame me. Oh, fuck it. Oh, I need to tell you guys a story as well. Um, so my, but anyway, growing up, my nickname was the mantis. I just claimed it because, you know, after the female prey mantis has sex with the male, they bite <laughs> the head off. That's just who I am. <laughs> so I do you guys remember last? Than your bite. Come on. <laughs> Say that again. Your bark is way worse than your bite. Oh, you're so bang on with that. <laughs> but I think like, I have a firm belief is like, be a hoe, right? Like be, if you want. I'm if you so want pro hoe. Suck 10 dicks, but. It's you've got to like you've got to respect other people's feelings. Like as long as you're not doing it to fuck with people or upset people, get it, go for it. And that's what I was gonna tell you guys. Like, do you remember last episode how I was talking about how I had sex with that guy when I was like 15, and every week he comes into my work and he sits with his friends and he laughs at me. Did I tell you about that, Greg? No. So I'll be honest, I haven't watched last week's episode yet. But- <laughs> <laughs> <Don't>. Sorry. <laughs> Lucky, lucky you've got a lot of time. If I knew there was homework, I would have done it. God. <laughs> so there's this guy and he comes into my work every – I had sex with him when I was like 15 and I was like super – I was like 16, 15, I can't remember. I was super wasted. It was a really embarrassing experience. You know, the classic I had sex with someone at a party situation. <laughs> yeah. Totally embarrassing and – um, obviously now I've come back to Auckland. He comes into my work every fucking week and every week he thinks he's being smart and doesn't know that I know he's talking about me. And he, I can literally see him talking about me to his friends. I've caught his friends Snapchatting me. I've walked past his table and he's gone, shh. I've walked past his table and he's gone, Tia. And now all his friends know my name. It's fucked. It's such an embarrassing experience. So this weekend just been... He, because I'm so cold with him all the time. Like I'm so rude to him. Like I don't want to talk to you because he always tries to talk to me. He came up and he was like, "Do you remember me?" The and I, oh right. And I and I was just like, you know what? Fuck this. I, I turned around. I said, "Yeah, I do remember you, and I don't appreciate you coming in here every fucking week." And talking about me to your friends. And he was dumbfounded. Like he thought that I seriously had no idea the whole time. What is that? And what you should have done? You should have just walked over that table and be like, hey, what can I get you? Oh, your dick's still small? I'll get you nothing. Yeah, that's <laughs> it though. And he goes, oh, no, like I was like, your friends were recording me. This is my place of work. I said, I don't give a fuck what you say about me but don't do it when I'm right in front of you. Don't do it at the place. Like I'm not here to hang out. I'm here to make money. And he goes, my friends are so immature. Like I'm so sorry. And I was like, your friends aren't immature. You're the one that brought it up. Do you know what I mean? Like, Why do you so- think it was so many dickheads? 
I know. Oh. I know. <laughs> oh, shit. That is the question. <laughs> but anyway, that was my power move of the week. That was probably one of my one of my peaks of the week. Good one. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I just, yeah, well. Okay, what's our next topic? <laughs> I wanted to have a chat about sexuality, and that's one thing that you didn't – I mean, we, like, wasn't as spoken about growing up was – you know, liking girls, liking boys, it can be a very fucking confusing time. I remember I thought because I when, I, when I was young, I used to think girls were pretty and I ended up crying to my mum one day and said, like, I'm going to hell. Like, I think I'm a lesbian because I just thought girls are pretty. Turns out, like, I'm not a lesbian. But, like, it's just a confusing, it's really confusing time because you don't know what you are. I'm like, what you can't, like, can you think girls, can you like both? You know that you you grow up thinking that you have to be this yeah, one that you way have to be put and into like a category, yeah. And it's like you're either by like you know I watch lesbian porn. That's literally all I watch. <laughs> I'm not. I've really exposed myself. Thank you. Yeah. I watch lesbian porn, and I've found out so many straight girls watch lesbian porn. Like it's a, a thing. Lot of watch gay porn as well. Hey. A lot of a lot of women watch gay porn. I well. used to. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> nah, I'm just all about that daddy porn. I think the really Are you daddy? No, T, you do watch do you watch lesbian porn as well? Occasionally, but I'm more about that daddy. More about that daddy porn. Right. I think yeah. the really important thing to remember about sexuality though is like the whole you know, format of sexuality as we used to know it when we were growing up was literally mm-hmm. designed by cisgender white men who saw right. everything else as a threat. Or 100%. Is like, you know, oh my God, ew, gross, butt stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, the, like dildos. Were you ever taught about dildos in private no. school? No. How vibrators. Good, how good no. are dildos? How good are vibrators? Oh, you know? oh my God. Harley, my hun, my baby boy, Harley. <laughs> oh, he's the best black dick I've ever had, honestly. <laughs> coming into quarantine was three kgs overweight, and I know exactly where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> But it's, it's, like, it's, for me, like, I've watched a lot of people, like, friends that I'm, I'm really close with from high school experiment and test out things, right? Like, and just, like, men at home, and you're not going to like this, ladies, but men at home, just because you've sucked a dick doesn't make you gay, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know, I knew that I was a raging butt boy at the age of, like, 12 or 13, right? Like, yeah. And I, like, hit it because of the pressures that were in my life. Um. But there's something called the Kinsey scale. Have either of you heard of it? No, I haven't. So I've talked about this on my live stream a few times, but like the Kinsey scale is essentially um, a zero to six ranking of, of how straight to gay you actually are, right? And the idea behind it is everybody on is everyone imaginable is on that scale at some degree, and people yeah. move on that scale as well. So yeah. I loved it and I love it a lot, but mm-hmm. like sometimes I might not. You know, I might. Yeah. Oh, you know, to yeah. Well, like I said this last week, I said sexuality is a spectrum. Like yeah. you can't. Yeah. It's also you good. can't not box yourself in. No. Don't put yourself in a box, okay. and like you can change. Like I think, especially for like a lot of bisexual people out there as well. Like people, when if you come out as bisexual, you're like, oh, I'm. They're just gay, and they don't know it yet, or like absolutely. For, for a lot of guys. For a lot of guys, it's like, oh, they're gay, they just don't know it yet. And then for girls, it's like a hope, an over-sexualization of like, oh, they're just curious. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, and like I've, I've experienced that 100%. Like I've 100% experienced being put in that box and like <clears throat> it, it sucks because you want to – people tell you that you're like, oh, this is a free world and you can do what you want and like you can yeah. love who you want. But then when you do it, it's like – Oh, it's nah. Like, you like questioned on, on yourself as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, you don't know what goes on know? in my brain. Like, I do know. You don't know. You don't. You haven't tried it, so you don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Also, asexual people as well that we never talk about. Right. Yeah, and 100%. They don't yeah. really have any sexual desires or, 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 you know, drive to do anything sexually. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, I, I don't kink shame. And I also I, never, I, and we don't kink shame on this podcast I at all. Hundred percent support anybody who you know like wants to experiment, and I think that's a crucial part. Sexuality 
give it a go. You know, like if you, we I talk about a lot about like um, Twitter, gay Twitter, and like how you yeah. end up on like watching porn that you never thought you'd watch before. Like, just give it a go. Right? Story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I call it. I call it the wank for post wank regret. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! You're like clearing your history, like <laughs> yeah, delete backtrack, backtrack, backtrack. It's like oh, yeah. but like try oh. it out. You don't know unless you try it. You know, mm-hmm. like well, I slept with women. I've slept with two women in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great both times because you know it's me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like I knew that I had to at least try it to see if that was my stick. And it wasn't. Yeah. And like that needs to be taught in school. And I feel like very ripped off at at a certain stage. Like I feel like I've had to learn all these things and like I've had so many and so many of us had so many embarrassing moments, like squirting, queefing, bottoming, Mm -hmm. topping, whatever it is. And like we've had to experience this and maybe this is the journey of life and whatever, but also – if you're paying this much for school fees and you're going to be teaching something, don't teach me how to put a fucking condom on a fucking banana because, babe, I'm never going to use it. Teach me how to deep throat. Yeah. <laughs> teach me how to feel good. Do you know what I mean? I think, yeah. Teach I think, me how it doesn't hurt with anal. <laughs> I, I personally believe sex ed should be split into a couple of different categories, and that is safe sex because that's still really important. Yeah. Um, yeah. There should be sexuality and then there should also be enjoying sex, right? Like yeah. how not just with other people but with yourself. Masturbating. hundred percent. Like every guys always joke about like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna go have a wank. Like guys talk about that so openly, but as soon it's as a girl girls. talks about that my ex almost, my, my ex almost got angry at me when he found out that I was like because he just didn't know. I was like, Of course I do. Of course I masturbate. He's like, well, why? I was like, well, you do. I looked in your fucking – I saw that pr- um, pretty petite girl that you searched. In your <laughs> porn hub, you fucking dickhead. Don't worry, hun. I know you do it too. Yeah, but he had no idea. Double standard, right? Like why can't you ladies pleasure yourself? Because right. I tell you what – no one is as good at it as you are. Oh, and that no is one does me better than me. And no that is the fucking tea. Bad <laughs> sex. Oh, it's tea own. as well. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Good oh, fuck me. Like, yeah. Oh, God. We've we fucking run covered so many. Time. Yeah, we've covered so many topics tonight. I've actually loved you having you on tonight, Greg. Hey. I've. Thanks, I would love you to come on again and you have Forgive Me Daddy. Should we do a Forgive Me Daddy special, I feel? I would I would actually love to do a Forgive Me Daddy with both you bitches. On I board. would love it. Um, <laughs> because, yeah, like it, it, it's a lot more smut than what you have. Um, <laughs> Can you quickly walk us through what Forgive Me Daddy is? Um, so I, do, I dress up as a pope every week um and essentially everyone sends in confessions so like what you regret or like some a mistake you made or a sin you did you send it in anonymously and i read them out and i don't judge people but like we have a good chat about it yeah um, and then every month we also do daddy issues um i say we it's literally just me um, just you and the pope i've got my outfit in, in isolation but um, every month we do daddy issues where we kind of sit on a topic and we talk about it. So we've done um, drug abuse, we've done um, sexual health, we've done body body issues and body confidence and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, I've been doing that for six months now. During I, I has it been six months? I can't wait. I'm going to have a look straight. Yeah. I'm going as soon as this is done. So for our listeners at home, Greg, where can we find you on Instagram? Um, like, give yourself a little plug. For, uh, forgive me, Daddy AUS on Instagram, or forgive me, Daddy for I've sinned on Facebook, where I do the live streams. Amazing. Well, let's get that happening in the next few weeks. I would love for that to happen. We'll do a collab and we'll get you guys on and we'll talk yeah. like straight girl bullshit. How's that? Yes. Oh yeah. My God. Let's I might do even it. dress up as a nun or something. 
Yes. Let's do it. I love this so much. Okay, good. Oh, my uh, God. Great. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We've covered so many topics, and thank you guys for tuning in. Um, if you don't already follow us on Instagram, Spotify, please, you know, do the works. Follow us on Instagram, um, What A Shit Show Pod. Leave us a review on Apple Music. We're available literally everywhere you get your podcast now, which is so overwhelmingly good. And we love hearing your feedback. So thank you guys again for all the love. Thank you, Greg, thank once you, again. Greg, for- it's been real. It's been so real. We've learned a lot of shit. I've, learned- I've really enjoyed. Yeah, great. Did you imagine me teaching a class on this bullshit? No thanks. <laughs> And to the public school system, do better. Yeah, just do better. (laughs) Just do better. All right. right. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.